Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast where we pay the bills here at Trainwreck Sports. Jake Micah here with my co-host, Wake. And in the middle of us right here, you know him as Sports Rock 2, Ryan Sullivan from Cover 1. How are we today, fellas? How are we, Ryan? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be back on. This is my first time. I'm not podcasting from a closet in our new apartment. I got my own room here that I can podcast from. So it's uh, incredible. It's it's nice. It's nice. I can have. I'm still working on my backdrop a little bit, but lot much more roomy than literally the closet I've been pod- podcasting out of for four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can say when I was like- podcasting from the basement on Long Island, and I got over here. Uh, it was definitely a change of scenery does a lot and it can be a bit of a shock to a system. I'm sure you can you can relate. You're like, wow, I feel like like a, a real human, real life podcaster. And yeah, professional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love that. We are ultra professional here. We're going to keep it rolling and we are going to get right into the big headlines of the day before we get into as you can see the title of this, our NFL win total is draft, which I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, but we'll go, we'll go to run down through it for there. But the biggest story out of Buffalo Bills land today um, is that the starters are going to play on Saturday. Obviously, it was a less than stellar performance by the starters uh, last Saturday in Pittsburgh. We can kind of discuss that game a little bit. And if you either of you are genuinely concerned or chalking it up the preseason, whatever, but the starters will play. I may be there in person on on Saturday at Soldier Ooh. Field in Chicago. Um, oh, that's right, you're Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but go. they are still too expensive for me to want to go to a preseason game right now. So we're just we're 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 eyeing those down. So I may be with the live report, but the starters will be out there. We'll see how long. I imagine if they do well for a series, get pulled. But we'll start with you, Ryan. Were you concerned with last week's performance? Are you concerned that starters are playing again in this third preseason game at all? Like, is there? I guess any level of concern, or you just chalk it up to preseason and see what happens week one. I mean, it's never great to see, you know, the line get beat up a little bit because I kind of been anyone concerned the last three years. But, you know, Eric had a good tweet out that, you know, they don't do a whole lot of game planning going into these games. And it looked like the Steelers were doing a lot of kind of complex things that maybe they just weren't ready for. You know, Dawkins got beat. He's not a guy who I expect mm-hmm. to get beat like that in the regular season. Um, so I'm not terribly concerned, but I'm sure, you know, you read kind of the tea leaves of what Charles McDermott's been saying in these press conferences that he's making, and you hear these reports coming out that he's making guys run laps if they make mistakes now, and he's pulling guys out of practice. So now, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a connection, and there probably was a connection between how they played and the fact that they're playing again. You know, if they had gone out and gone on two touchdown drives, I'm sure that all we would have seen them in the preseason, but I'm sure because they couldn't stop getting penalties and couldn't move the ball and couldn't block. I'm sure that's why they want to put one more uh, series or two out there before they take the field on uh, against the Jets. What about you? Wade? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much, you know, it, it's, I don't think we can panic right now. It's preseason. Don't panic. Like, People who are saying, like, oh, these aren't the bills. My, my brother and my dad are, are Steelers fans, okay? And so, of course, I'm at a wedding. I'm not watching the game. And all I'm seeing are texts coming in. Oh, wow. The bills are in trouble this year. Terrell Bernard can impact this team if he comes back and he is healthy. The middle linebacker spot, cause for concern. You can be – you can draw inferences but not, like, make, like, rash decisions about what the team will be, right? Like, you can say middle linebacker spot could be worked out. Can you have confidence that it will be at the same time? Absolutely. Same thing with the offensive line. So I'm not concerned. I think, Ryan, I think you summed it up. I think you summed it up perfectly. And and that is why that we are seeing them in the next preseason game, because there are things that need to be ironed out. It's just, you know, 
the the people what's getting me more so over the you know oh the bills are in trouble kind of talk is the fact that people are saying that the bills and josh allen don't have leadership on this team (laughs) which could not be the furthest thing from the truth if you are going you can judge talent in a preseason game like kind of but if you're gonna say that this team lacks leadership based on what we're seeing right now like that is that is like way out of left field that was not on my august bingo board i'll tell you that much for sure I don't think there's been a lot of things on the August bingo board from the national media. That's true. Ahead, uh, That's Ryan, true. Go into well, I think they probably love it. I think it's been two years now that they've been media darlings. I'm sure Sean McDermott <laughs> loves the fact that they can now start putting sure. some of this stuff back up on their bulletin, uh, bulletin board. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably, he's, yeah. he's loving the extra motivation. He's loving having them run laps, you know, for missing. Like, he, he's driving right now. I have no doubt Sean is, Sean is feeling okay. Um, I have no no worries about what the preseason happened. I do want to note that just when it comes to the Steelers, do you do you, does anybody else remember two years ago the season opener and the offensive line looked absolutely like lost against the Steelers in a game where it seemed like they were unprepared for the type of defenses and schemes that were coming at them. It kind of looked like the same deal to me, but the Steelers team is just it's got a little more talent on both sides of the ball. I think that Steelers team is going to be decent this year. They got more speed on the offensive side for sure, adding Warren in there pickens in a second year and i just think the bills didn't really it just looked like a motivation level thing to me more than anything like the steelers looked like they had been feeling good in camp and wanted to come out and have like a nice performance especially the starters like the the talk about pickett has been that he's looked really solid same with pickens there's a lot of hype coming out of george i've seen people trying to say george pickens over like jamar chase and that's steelers fans obviously they're doing that they're all over twitter but that's the hype that's like how confident they're feeling in their offense going into this season. So I think that there's room to just like chalk it up to maybe the Steelers are going to be pretty good. And they were a team that was looking, was fine tuned and ready to come in and do something. And the bills were, they just didn't look mentally there. Like when you have lapses offensively, defensively and special teams all back to back to back, like it was, it was, it was just laughable. Like that's just mental lapses. I think that's why I make fun of the laps the actual running of laps, not laps. It makes sense because they weren't locked in. Well, you think about the last couple of preseasons they've had where when they have put the starters out there, I think it was two years ago against Green Bay. I forgot who they went out against last year, but I feel like the last two preseasons, the one games that they played the starters, they march down the field, get two touchdowns, and they take them out. And it feels like maybe they just went into that game thinking they could just go in there, mm-hmm. you know, throw the ball around, get downfield, and get off the field. And it's, you know, the Steelers, just because who they are as an organization – top down you know isn't a team you can really get away with that preseason or not agreed well i think mm-hmm. we're all on the same page let's not everybody it is the preseason Chill. so i know we are i know we are close to football and we're seeing live football and it's you know we're starbucks put out pumpkin spice lattes today like we are there it is about we're, to be we are literally there not, but not just yet so just simmer down and save all of your meltdown, whatever energy for if they lose to the Jets week one, because I know everybody is has drafts. Any all the chronic complainers have drafts just loaded up for that Jets Monday night football. And and I'm not just talking chronic complainers, I'm talking about national media too, which is the last thing we'll touch on before mm. the win totals. Because guys, I feel like people just are not used to the bills being talked about a lot on national television. And it just comes down to the simple fact with me. You just look at the market sizes of Miami and New York compared to Buffalo. Who does it benefit the league to talk about and for them to be better in the AFC East this year? Like, really, who does it? Who is it going to benefit? The two teams that have not been around, that are that have not won, had not have great success. They have a potential story. They have a bigger market. Markets yep. that ESPN loves to hang out in. If you see all their basketball coverage and everything else, it just feels like that's we're just going to hear it all year long no matter if this team could be seven and oh and if the chiefs are five and two people are going to say the chiefs are still the favorites like things like that are going to happen all year long at least in my estimation of how the national media is going to deal with the bills last year and i think you made a good point about it ryan like they were darlings for the last two years and especially last year especially last year like they were uh, they were the super bowl champions before game one even last year and i think that is and and after game one they won this year's super bowl too you know (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like this is like 
just the let's say yin and yang of sports coverage and now we are just on that complete opposite end where last year they were the darlings oh yep. you didn't live up to our expectations we created for you well now mm-hmm. you're trash and you're never gonna do that and that's just well, kind of how it works it's kind of what happens across sports you get these teams yeah. that can't quite get over the top and they're good for a long time and then until you know they're think about i think the nugget the last couple nba champions have been a good example of this Giannis was good forever that he kind of got stuck got the ring people took him seriously again mm-hmm. uh, the Nuggets and Jokic were kind of jokes for they got really where they were the popular team they still kept stalling out until they get their ring they kind of so I think that's kind of where the bills are now that they came on up everyone fell in love with them and now that they've kind of stalled out at mm-hmm. the at the divisional round here a couple years are kind of perception wise are kind of now you know people kind of get tired of them yeah, and the Jokic comparison is kind of funny, too, because, like, just because he didn't have playoff success, he didn't win the regular season MVP. Like, people let so many different things cloud their judgment that don't really impact other – it's just – chill. My emphasis for today is just chill. We said last last time we were on, Micah, I was on with you. We had Jay Spence on, and we said we were going to Good Vibes podcast, and we're going to chill, and that's what we're doing. We're just chilling. <laughs> I'm I'm very I still feel very confident in this team, I think, just overall. And I think that that's where you just need to look like the totality of it, of what this organization has been for years. Like it's not it's not a flash in the pan anymore. Like this organization deserves trust and deserves belief that they're going to field a competitive team and a pretty damn good team this year like nothing like i don't feel any different from their roster than i really did last year except the worry about bond coming back from his injury when i was sure that bond was going to have such a high impact on the defense last year and he did until he got hurt he was one of he was probably one of their better players on the entire team the whole year so i don't know i just feel i feel pretty good maybe that's where my relaxed notion is um but i mean We've just dealt with so much other crap. Even these last four years still feels new to me. And just like, I'm trying to enjoy it. And they're going to have a chance in it no matter what this year. Let's see how high they go in this draft. The NFL win totals draft here that we are going to start. So the rules are we're each going to pick 10 teams. We're going to have two ghost teams. I don't know. There's got to be some some rules about the ghost teams. If one of them goes like 7 and 10 and we've got teams that are like 3 and 14 or something. Like there's got to be some mm. kind of reprimanding for that if we just pick terribly um i, like I think that, yeah. gonna, ryan i think we're gonna give you the first pick here and then we'll go to wake i'll take the third one and we'll go around 10 rounds 10 teams each one second here I, I made a spreadsheet can we is oh, that gonna you. work can you throw that up on there micah is that gonna work yes let me will. see it was a last minute edition this is, this is no this is great be, this it'll be fourth man of the year there we right go here. visual yeah. Um, I, I don't think that. I, oh wait, wait. There we go. There we go. Perfect. All right. Uh, so yeah. So we. So to just break down the rules, we're just we're picking ten teams. Playoffs will count in the wins. So you obviously want to have you want to have good teams no matter what. But if you think the team's going to the Super Bowl, you want might want to take the extra shot on that. And whoever has the most wins at the end of the year. I don't know. We'll figure something out as we go, but we're gonna we're gonna keep track of this too, Ryan. So just just wait. You're gonna get that notification every week. Accountability. Accountability. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. All let's, right. Let's so, if I'm the first one here, I'm I'm a big believer. Until you beat them, you they're the top dog. I'm going with the Chiefs. Easy choice. The running back, basically the same team. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is the boogeyman. I don't think there's any. I think until someone proves that they're better, they're the team. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, it's good 101. I can't argue that. Good 101. Um, I think my, my first pick, you could make a case, not because they're, they're the team to beat, but because they probably have the easiest path to the best record in football this year, just based on them not being in the AFC. Uh, so I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles personally. Um, I think getting all those new running backs there, whether it's Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift, are they both a little injury prone? Absolutely. But I mean, kind of in the same wavelength of how we hope 
James Cook and Damian Harris and Latavius Murray can take a little bit of the burden off of Josh Allen. Those guys can take a little bit of the burden off of Jalen Hurts and keep him healthy, keep him upright. And I love what they did in the draft this year. Absolutely they, love it. The they fact have the that entire, no one else knows to draft Georgia defenders is astounding. Like the entire they have the they have the entire Georgia defense. Yes, mm-hmm. and and they're still ahead of the curve on it somehow. So I don't know. But Howie like Howie, Howie Roseman's a criminal. Yes, yes, absolute criminal. <laughs> he belongs in prison. If there's a defense to steal, that's the one to do. Well, I'll take the Buffalo Bills as I just hype them all up. So I got I got to do it. Um, I think this could be a 15 win team this year. I really do. I know. Mm. I just I think that Kansas City could be too. That's what I thought last year too. I, I think there are more questions about the roster than last year for sure. I felt last year they were virtually no holes. Maybe it was CB two, but they still got decent production from guys. Even like I wouldn't say it's good production, but it wasn't like. Uh, horrible at least in my thing <laughs> i think that that position will be better this year the middle linebacker is obviously the hole that people are going to be focused on and we'll see what happens with edge production i mean bonds got his helmet on he's working out on the side but that's my biggest question i think is the defense more than the offense this year but i, I still feel good i think they're gonna be really good yeah i i, I, I know that. people are gonna be mad that i passed on the bills so Ryan, they, gonna, the, the Bills like the Bills are gonna play. The Bills are gonna have the, you know they're gonna have a really tough schedule, you know, week mm-hmm. in week out too. I think that's part of it too why they fell to three. They just have they're gonna be playing the everyone in the NFC East is or NFC East. My God, everyone in the AFC East is even the Patriots who are gonna be the worst team are gonna have a pain in the ass of a defense. Yeah, true. All right, is it me here? Yeah, we'll flip back. All right. Here. So I was going to actually so behind the scenes. So I had – these were actually third on my board, so I'm getting a little bit of value here. Mm. And this is, it's not necessarily because I think they're the best team. I think it's partially how good they are and the division and the schedule that they're playing. I'm going to go Jacksonville oh, for my oh, second damn, pick. Damn good pick. So you think about it. One, they get to play the Colts twice, the Texans twice, and if you're someone like me who does not believe in Tennessee, they play Tennessee twice, and then they play the NFC South. So I think they're a team that, just by virtue of their schedule, hmm. can rack up a lot of wins. Yeah, that's, that's a great. Pick. That's a great pick. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, if I, I felt, thought I was gonna get them at five, and I was gonna feel very good about that pick, honestly. Like, very well coached, underrated defense, ascending quarterback, getting Calvin Ridley into that offense. They're, they're, they're scary this year, even if they one, weren't in that division. One, one of my takes going into the season, I think I think uh, Lawrence ascends into maybe not the Allen tier, but the Burrow-Herbert tier of, of mm. quarterbacks. I think he's going to be better than both those guys. I'm with you there. Like. He's been he's been the wonder kid since he's been 16 years old. Like he's just yeah, fulfilling literally. what he's supposed to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have three I'm going between right now. And it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Um man. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say the Baltimore Ravens. I'm gonna go Baltimore Ravens. Um they are my team to win that division this year. I think that the defense has always been consistent, has always been steady. And what is the one complaint that we have had about them besides the if the fact that they have been starting fifth string running backs every year because they can't stay healthy? It's been that they just never given Lamar Jackson receivers. And if healthy, they have the potential to be the best team in the AFC. I'm going to say that right now. Like it, it's they they will be right up there with the Chiefs, right up there with the Bills. And the winner of the AFC North realistically could have 10 wins. But I think Baltimore is also head and shoulders over Pittsburgh, over Brown, over the Browns. And, you know, it's going to be them or the Bengals at the top there. And I think I like the Ravens just, just a hair more. Yeah. Like I'm that. a big proponent. I, I, the Baltimore was going to be my pick if you did it well. You picked Baltimore. I had, a, I have my number one choice is still there. So thank you. But Baltimore is going to be my pick. You big Todd can believe. I'm a big, big Todd can believer. I'm a big, big not Greg believer. believer is what it comes that, down to. That part as well. <laughs> and I'm a, and Lamar, when Lamar is healthy and plays football, they win 12 games. 
So mm-hmm. I think it's a good bet. Healthy I'm and happy now. And happy. Healthy and happy. <laughs> and happy. Yeah, he's got that bag. I'm going with the Niners. I go with the Niners. I'm mm. buying all the way into Brock Purdy. I've already bought into him. He's my backup dynasty quarterback now. And their defense is going to be disgusting again this year. I still think Brandon Ayuk, there's a breakout coming for that guy. But with Debo and McCaffrey with a full year of him there, I just think this team is. And that division, too. You want to talk about weak divisions. I think they're going to be able to just storm through the NFC West. That's six wins probably right there if they do the things, do everything right. So maybe the Seahawks give them a bit tougher battle. But I just think this team, it's them and the Eagles in the NFC for me. And that's really it. And I I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in line with them. If Purdy was healthy, they might have smoked the Eagles in that game too. But we'll never know. We'll never, maybe we'll find out this year in the NFC Championship or something. But I think the Niners are my NFC favorites going into the year. And I'm very happy to take them. My eyes were getting big because I was I had him as my number two, and I was like, mm. "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a steal here on the third. and then uh, but it makes sense. They have they get you know they get to play the Rams twice, they get to play the Cardinals twice. So another team that just might virtue of their schedule is gonna have a chance to rack up a lot of wins. And then, so now you guys have taken. I'm all the way down. I, I'm all the way down to seven on my board here. So oh I got I'm reaching a little bit here, <laughs> but. This might be hotter than my last take here. <laughs> I am I am not a believer in the Detroit Lions. I'm going the Minnesota Vikings. Whoa! No, that's not, this is scorching. This is scorching. I think uh, I, I'm not. I think it. I think Kevin O'Connell proved that he's a fine coach last year. This is a team that's going to get to play the NFC South. A team that you know I think is going to be a you know a. a, a division where all the teams are okay not great and i think kind of like last year i think he'll be able to just kind of do business kevin o'connor proved that he can win close games and mm-hmm. i think there'll be a lot of close games in the division i just think by virtue of having kirk cousins i know we make fun of him might be the third best quarterback in the nfc this year and i think just virtue of that we'll get to rack up some wins so i had him a little bit lower than this but just by virtue of everyone who went on the board before me this is uh yeah, this is my pick here, Minnesota Vikings. I'm speechless. All I can say is I'm speechless. I was going to say, Wake had a visceral reaction. I'm <laughs> more, I don't know if I would have picked Minnesota this early, but I am not as big of a believer as the general public in the Lions or just, and I just think the NFC North in general is going to be like not a good division, but a competitive division. Um, so that's what worries me about the Lions in general is I think that everybody's like, oh, they should win the NFC North. They're going to run away with it. It's like the teams that they're playing are all like solid too. And the teams that were bad and the Bears who were bad last year got better pretty much everywhere. The Packers, like, I don't know what to believe about Jordan Love or not, but the hype is like that he's going to be at least solid and that team is pretty good around him. And then obviously you talk about the Vikings there. So yeah, like I, I like this upside pick. Madison, I like Madison better than Cook at this point too. So they're going to be able to still oh. run the ball pretty well, I think. Yeah, great, great pick. I see. I, Mike, I'm not going to be a shock to you, but I, I honestly think the Vikings might finish last in that division this year. I think you this can. Is make what, a- this is what changed with our in our podcast over the last years. Last year, I was a fervent, fervent Kirk Cousins hater, but then I watched yes. Quarterback on Netflix this summer, and now mm. I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. I love yes. that man. I can't hate him after watching that. So now <laughs> I need them to win to back that up. So that's the difference, Wake. Now you know. We are we are more in tune podcast hosts. This is there is a great divide. There is a great divide here, and and you know what I'm here for. You and I agree too much usually, so we needed something like this. It's not so much. I want to be clear. I don't think it's because they're necessarily that good. I just think the NFC is that bad at quarterback, and I think Kirk Cousins is good enough to kind of rise above the crowd. There, it might be a fraud. It might be a fraudulent you know, sixth best record or seventh best record, whatever we're at here. <laughs> but, but I think it's similar. That's like what it was year. last year too. It, was, it, won't, it won't, it won't, <laughs> it won't be, it will be still be fraudulent, but it will, it'll be the, once again, most Vikings <laughs> way to do it. Yep. That's, That's awesome. true. Um, so I'm dancing right now because I <laughs> am about to draft a team that is currently tied for the highest projected win total in the National Football League, and it's a bit of a hedge. So I did not think I could possibly get both of these teams. 
but I'm thrilled about it. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm. Having them and the Ravens, it's uh, it's kind of like drafting. Is there two N's or two T's? I can never get this right. <laughs> I'd always do the wrong one. Whatever it is, I, I do the wrong mm, one. No, that's that can't be right. That looks so wrong. That looks so wrong. Two T's. There you go. Is it two T's? That looks wrong too. But anyways, it's like drafting like, you know, the backup. It's like I'm drafting DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett right now. Both are going to be great. Both have an outside shot at being the best team in the conference. Both are just ridiculously talented on both sides of the football. And do they have bad schedules naturally by the nature of the division that they are in? But I think that, you know, there are going to be NFC teams in this draft that we get a little bit of a, bit of a discount on. Uh, just doo-doo as why you took the Vikings. I said doo-doo. That's funny. Why you took the 49ers. Um, you know, I just – Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow. He's Joe Cool. He's got the best wide receiver trio in the NFL possibly. And that defense rises to the occasion. And you can't really ask for more in a football team. And I hope no one clips that because I don't ever want to say that again on this podcast. <laughs> But I just I want to uh, say I I think the Bengals are better than even in Jacksonville in my on my team I but I think they're a team kind of like we talked about with the that I said with the Bills that yeah. just could get clipped a couple times in their own division you know mm-hmm. Browns you know the Browns could be a good team who knows the uh, Ravens are going to be a tough out and the Steelers look like they're a tough out so I think that division kind of like the East is going to be a little bit of a rock fight so I think mm-hmm. they're probably bet probably still a third or fourth best team in the league mm-hmm. but that, I just, the, the record may not reflect it yeah yes. the inverse of the vikings mm-hmm. yes yes that's a good way to think about it. inverse vikings mm-hmm. yes <laughs> they even got chase and jefferson you could throw that out there it's great oh um, my god <laughs> uh, that's a great um I, i'm very excited just as a you know bit as a person who's lived in near the great lakes my whole life the fact that the afc east nfc north and afc north are shaping up to be the most competitive mm-hmm. divisions this year is very exciting something i've waited for my whole life on that note i'm picking a team not in any of those divisions and a team i thought you were just going to pick the dallas cowboys uh mm. i think the cowboys are still going to win 11 12 games this year i think without zeke the way that they've set up that offense, it looks like they're going to throw the ball a lot more and their Pollard's not going to be as much of a bell cow, but as much as more of a piece to use in that offense. I don't know if that's a good idea to let Dak have more rain, mm-hmm. if that's going to help them or hurt them, but I do like the talent. And this is really a pick for their defense. I love their defense. I think that they're just, again, we're talking about a weak NFC. They're just a team with a very a high ceiling, a very low floor, obviously, always with the Cowboys. But I think this team has one of the higher ceilings and maybe the NFL, but definitely the NFC. So I'm gonna just take a swing, and I've got the uh, Chris Berman '90 special here with the Bills, the Niners, and the Cowboys. <laughs> well, again, just it's like being, you know, being the, you know, the tallest elf. It's they got the <laughs> Dak's probably after 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 her. It's probably the second best quarterback in the NFC, and. You know, that's going to help a lot. You know, the path the path to success in the NFC is a whole hell of a lot easier than the path to success in the NFC. And the Dallas mm-hmm. has a lot of, you know, the Dallas's weakest link might be their coach, if we're being totally honest. 150%. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys kind of put me in a corner here with this one. Mm. Because we're at ten, pick 10. This is team t- pick 10 on my board, but I was hoping I wasn't going to have to pick them. But I'm about val- <laughs> I'm about value here, so I gotta pick the Dolphins. Um, they're I do respect it, it. As much as we love to troll them, as much as we get annoyed by their fan base, they're a super talented team, top to bottom. You know, they their pass rush. Jalen Phillips has the potential to be a top five pass rusher, be like one of the dudes at the end of this year. And we've seen what Shanahan offenses do to quarterbacks, and all they got. All two has to do is point and shoot, and they can run 90 yards. So they're a really mm-hmm. talented team. I don't think they're Buffalo's level yet, but they're a team that's going to be – I don't look forward to playing anymore. Um, so they're, they're a team that's probably going to get to the playoffs again, and it'd be really funny if they lost in the playoffs again. But it would be so funny. I think it, I think they're one of those teams that you look at, it, if you take away quarterback, you have, they have an argument for most talented team. 
Yeah, no, I mean, when you have Tyreek Hill on your team, you have the potential to score on every given drive in a football game. And that's not even an exaggeration. Like that man, I maintain, I do think that he is the best wide receiver in football. Like if I am building a team, I would take him over Chase and Jefferson personally. And I've been, I've gotten a lot of pushback on that take at work, but you know, I just, no one gets open easier than that guy. Can he do everything great? No, but he's literally the best separator in the league. And when you have a mid quarterback, that is exactly what you need. So I mean, it's it's it, it is a it is a good pick, and that defense is unfortunately underrated down there. So, yeah, I, I yeah, I, the days of Josh Allen easily kicking their asses and throwing for four touchdowns, and the defense getting a defensive score too, unfortunately, likely over for the foreseeable future. So, and not just not just Ty, Tyree Kill, probably the functionally the fastest wide receiver ever. They probably have mm. the second fastest wide receiver ever in Jalen Waddle. It's and absurd. that entire offense is fast too, whether it's Raheem Mostert or Chain, Jeff Wilson yeah. or Devonna Chain. Like they have damn good weapons all throughout that thing. I'll never that's do enough Dolphins weapon. praise. Please, can we stop talking? Yeah, about the Dolphins? that's fine. Um, I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go NFC, and honestly, I I this. This team is probably my favorite bet to win their division of any team in the NFL this year. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. And, and it may be a shock to, to Micah because Ooh. I have been vehemently anti-Derek Carr for the entire time that I have known you, Jake. But, yes. I mean, what that team was semi-competitive last year in, I think, like 14 of their 17 games with whatever the hell they were doing at quarterback. And Chris Olave paired with an actual person who can really throw a football is kind of scary. And that defense is consistently good every single year. Um, and like the Jaguars, that division is not good. I mean, the Falcons are the best, are the, like the team with the best odds to win that division over the Saints. And I don't know if that's like literally what Vegas says, but that's what my eyes tell me because Carolina might have the first overall pick two years in a row, except they won't because the Bears have their draft pick this year, which is absolutely hilarious. Um, <laughs> and then the the um, the Bucks are starting Baker Mayfield at quarterback, so it is that is they they could honestly, if you told me at the end of the year, the Saints had thirteen wins and lost first round in the playoffs, basically pull the Vikings, I would completely believe you. This is our biggest disagreement so far. I had them all the way down at 17 on my board. Wow. So I, went, I had them I had them a long way the way down. And the thing the funny thing is I'm a Derek Carr truther. I think Derek Carr is great. But <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> part, part I think part of it's I just want some galactic justice for everything that they've done with their cap over the last True. decade. Uh, that's fair. That's I can respect so that. So I may maybe some bias. <laughs> We respect all biases here, so that's perfectly fine. I'm going with the San Diego, I refuse to call them LA Chargers. Oh, and this is a pick that is going, this will be the pick that dooms I me because I cannot stand Brandon Staley. I am the, if we're talking about islands we're on, I am on anti Brandon Staley Island everything. But this team is so freaking talented. And one of these years, they're going to win 11 or 12 games in that division. And maybe it, maybe it will be after this year because something goes wrong again and they go nine and eight with a team that should never be nine and eight. I think this mm -hmm. team's too damn good, though. I think they win at least 10 games, and that's why I'll take them here. Yeah, I mean, Herbert, Herbert's probably I, – I think Herbert's probably the third-best quarterback in the league. I would take him. I think if you put him on – if Miami had drafted him over two, they would have had a Oof. Super Bowl already. Um, mm. Thank God, but – yeah, I, honestly, I totally forgot to put on my list. That's why I missed them. But um, yeah, I love San Diego. I love. Now you got me saying it. I love. <laughs> yes, only San Diego. We can't. We got to get the truth. I love. Classy, baby. <laughs> I love. I think. I think Herbert's one of those guys like Jokic that because he, he hasn't had six, that we like talked about earlier. He hasn't had six. He hasn't done success, so people are starting to hate him. I don't understand. He gets a lot of. This is all. It's also why I'm taking them is I'm a big Herbo believer. I was like my brother when he was coming out. We had some very like. We had some very we and we get animated anyways. We're just loud Polish men yelling at each other about sports all the time. <laughs> and 
he hated Justin Herbert, loved Tua, and I hate I didn't hate Tua, but I was just like I just watched the too much Oregon that year, too much staying up late. And I've just loved the guy since then. So this is a this is a very biased pick. There were a couple other teams I would have probably rather taken here, but I'm with you on Herb. I think that between that, the weapons they have, I think they'll win 10 games. I don't think they're winning the division, though. And so I see why you wouldn't want them near your board if you got the Chiefs and you just think their Chiefs are going to be nasty. Like, don't mm-hmm. even consider the Chargers. So that's kind of where I had them in this third tier more. Yeah. That's I mean, like that's what – oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if they actually allow Justin Herbert to throw more than, what was it, like seven yards downfield per attempt, like that, that – that, especially adding Quentin Johnston. Like they, they are, it may not be great for people who want Alvin Kamara for or not, Austin Eckler first round in fantasy, but I mean, it is far and away better for their football team. The direction it looks like their offense is going. So another one of those teams, I do not want the bills to have to play every year, year in and year out. And I'm happy they don't have to. Yeah. And that's also what happens when you, gamble right jake you end up just watching a lot of pac-12 football chasing at the end of the night and you get an affinity yes, for, yes. <laughs> for you get an affinity how do you know so many oregon state players i don't know i was watching a lot of football at one o'clock see, in the morning see <laughs> you're saying i was chasing i was i was planning on staying up and betting on oregon that's the difference <laughs> <laughs> me me too me too i should i should have left it we should have kept the cover whatever it's fine <laughs> um all right, so I actually get some value here on my pick here. I think I'm a I love the way they played this last year, despite having no expectations. I love the contract they gave Gino. I'm going with the Seahawks. I think there's still there's still a fun team. They added a fun player in Zach Charbonnet. You know, I love watching Pete Carroll and his old age find love in this game. And they're a fun team. And I think there's a world where the 49ers could regress because Brock Purdy remembers that he's Mr. Irrelevant and, you know, <laughs> teams start to figure him out a little bit. And now I'm not picking them to win the NFC East or, oh my God, well, they wouldn't win the NFC East, the NFC West. But I think there's a world where they could unseat the, the 49ers this year because I think they put together a really talented team and JSN in that offense. Really fun. And, then, you know, Gino's just a guy I like rooting for. Eventually yeah. for the Niners and as the guy who picked them in the second round, it's got to catch up. Like they can't just keep pulling this off. And if the, the if they really do, like if Trey Lance is their third string quarterback, like and Purdy works out, then Kyle Shanahan is the luckiest person in NFL history because or- they both should him and Lynch should lose their jobs if if Trey Lance doesn't work out for what they gave up to him. If they luck into Purdy and still are a good team, it's just it's literally like the luckiest, biggest stroke of luck I've seen in NFL history in my lifetime at least. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's wild that Shanahan can just do this. Shanahan can just now we're talking about the Niners, but Shanahan can just mm-hmm. take a quarterback. And like I think if we if we stepped in a Shanahan offense, we would throw for I could at least go for eight for ten in like one fifty in a Shanahan <laughs> offense, I think. Maybe maybe an interception as well, but eight for ten for one fifty, absolutely. hundred I'd probably throw two picks. So yeah, but but the completion percentage would be there. Are you kidding me? But I think there's a um, there's a path where the Seahawks are are winning this division because Brock Purdy, like you said, 100%. turns into a pumpkin, and then Sam Darnold's playing all this football. And we know, like, I don't care if you're who that's you not are where I expect you to go. Yes, we've <laughs> seen. And uh, yeah, well, yeah, and I I think PK, I think he's one of those teams that you know there's a handful of teams out there that I think their coaches are always going to kind of keep them above a certain level of play. I am I am so torn right now. I am so torn between like nobody. There's nobody I want to take with a fifth <laughs> pick right now. Um, I'm just kind of ruling out all the teams that I don't want, and that's where we're at now, kind of. Yeah, that's These literally teams that won't hurt you. Yeah, and 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 you will hurt me. I've been hurt by you before. Um, you know, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it a fun pick because we're gonna be rooting for this the entire year. So I'm at least gonna want to enjoy this. I'm gonna go with the Detroit Lions because you that, should. You have to. You have to. You know, and my my color's blue. I got I gotta maintain. I gotta stay true to the brand here. Like they are that that is one of the truly maybe the only division that's genuinely up for grabs for absolutely everybody in it. And we don't know if. You know, one team is just going to run away with it. It could be the Vikings. Maybe the Vikings do just, you know, 
eke out those random wins. They shouldn't. They go 13 and four. Maybe the Lions, you know, continue actually being a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense. Who knows? Maybe they could. It could be Justin Fields that just wins his first MVP out of fucking nowhere. Or maybe Jordan Love is the new Aaron Rodgers. Like, it is the most unpredictable division this season. And basically, I just – I need at least one lotto ticket on it. So, there's there are my Lions. That's fair. And it's hard not to root for Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's a fun guy. He's a fun guy to root for. And just the Lions in general. I mean, the Lions, man, it's been – They've been through it. They've been through the ringer. All right. So I'm between two teams. There's one team I feel like I should pick, but I don't Mm. know if I physically can say the words on Mm. this podcast. So I'm not going to pick them. I'm taking the Steelers. I was hyping them up earlier. I will. I think the Steelers have the dark horse potential to win that division and be better than the Bengals and Ravens. I don't think the Browns do. So I'm happy with that pick, and I refuse to pick the the nasty team that I'm not that I was thinking in my head of taking. Yeah, so I mean, Seal again, they're a team that probably should have won three games last year, and because they have like Tomlin keeps them above 500 and in a playoff spot going into the last game. One of our writers over at and now co-host of um, Roundup over at Cover One, Uber Hansen, has money on them to win the uh, win the AFC North. So. I think. I think Uber has it incepted my mind a couple like a month ago with his <laughs> tweets about the Steelers, and then I was like, "Oh, maybe the Steelers." And then I've been I've been buying in since then. So shout out to that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because Steelers fans, and I know because I'm directly related to two of them, don't think Mike Tomlin's a good coach. It's it, it, it's. Yeah, right. It's like people who think Ken Dorsey's a bad offensive coordinator. Like it could be so much worse. Or people who wanted to kick be. Brian Dable out more like it. Like you really don't know what you have till it's gone, man. Like Mike Tomlin's just been consistently one of the best leaders in the NFL for over a decade now. Yeah. He got I get getting to the playoff with a with well, he was Ferris Bueller day off with uh Ben Roethlisberger, I think should have been enough to cement that. Yeah, you'd think, right? But uh all right, so I got a couple of choices here that I like, and I think I can sneak. I have, I'm actually at eleven and twelve on my board, so I think I can. But I think Ooh. I can sneak. I think I can sneak both of these in here. So I'm gonna go. I think this is the last division. Well, so you took someone, you took the Saints, and I thought who I think wins that division. I'm gonna take the Falcons. Oh, the Bijan train. Let's get I, it. I think that offense is going to be really fun, really old school. I was a Desmond Ritter believer coming out. Ooh, I think they're going to, I think they're going to, but I still still going to run it 9 million times with Bijan and Tyler Algier, Algier. And I, I was a, I loved Arthur Smith in Tennessee. I think he's done a great job with the rebuild in Atlanta. And I think this is the year they kind of take a step up. And, you know, I think, you know, Ritter can't be like how Hertz was in, in Philadelphia in the, in, in the run game, but I think their run game is going to be multiple. I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be a brand of football that we haven't seen from a team in a really right. long time. And I think they're just going to kind of, I think in a weak division, they're going to have a unique brand of football. And I think they're going to come out on top in that division. Yeah. This, this should have been my pick. I should have just went with Bijan and just watched that whole experience <laughs> all year. I think you're right. I think Arthur's, I mean, it was impressive what they were doing with Mariota. When they were competitive in the beginning of last year, I was like, man, like this team should not be like in these games, winning these games. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think he's an awesome coach. And now they've got, like you said, talent to do it. And I, I'm not, maybe not as big of a Ritter believer. I was surprised to hear you say that, but I don't think he's bad. I think he's got a shot too. So, hey, mm. that's a good one. That, that division is going to be like, it's not going to be good, but I feel like it's going to be exciting football when they get together because the teams have, like, there's talent on all four of those rosters that is going to be exciting to like dive into for sure. Maybe not. The yeah. Box, but. I, I'm also a Ritter believer so much so that, and this was a shock to many last year in the third round of my, um, my dynasty rookie draft, I took Ritter over Pickett. Uh, wow ooh, that wow. is crazy uh-huh and i ended up getting picket on waivers anyways or on free in free agency anyways like it didn't really matter but like wow. i was sticking my flag in the ground like i and i needed a quarterback bad and it didn't help last year <laughs> but i think it's gonna help this year you watch out um so i don't like i i don't like myself 
I don't like myself. I don't like. <laughs> we myself. all know what's going. On. You had myself. to do it. You had I, to do I it. Hate myself, uh, Jake. It's your turn. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. I was right there with you, and I was like, ah, I just can't. I'm taking the Packers. I am a. I'm buying I all like the it. Packers. I like it. I'm I've bought all the way in. I honestly think they're winning the NFC North. I think that roster is still very good around Rodgers. And I think love I'm buying into the Kool-Aid of what he what they're saying. I don't think he's gonna be as good as what they're saying, but I don't think he's gonna be bad either. I just I just really like the defense. I still think when you've got Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, they're two good backs. I don't like AJ Dillon as much. Aaron Jones still effective. I think Watson was awesome last year, and that dude's gonna be a star. Like he just just physically just took over some games in ways that you know I don't see a lot of receivers do. And maybe it won't work out the same way without Rodgers kind of having that chemistry with him. I don't know. I'm just bullish on the Packers. Same thing with the divisions. It's kind of up in the air. That's going to be competitive. Um, and I believe in them more than the Bears. Yeah. that It's, again, an organization. You look at – there's certain organizations that never seem to bottom out. The Steelers are one of them. You know, and I think the Packers are one of those teams that just never bought them out, and they always just kind of find a way to be competitive, even without a playoff, because that's kind of where we are in this draft. And, you know, yeah. if they can – they still have a good defense. They still got some running backs there, and I, I think it's a team that, by nature of just kind of being a competitive division, can can hang around and be a 500 team. Yep. Yeah, I think they have, like, the biggest, like, variance between, like, their floor and their ceiling this year of almost any team in the NFL. Because their ceiling is probably like, I don't know, 12 wins, both due to their division and the nature of the NFC. Like, that's their, like, ceiling, ceiling, ceiling. Like, you can barely scrape it with your fingernail kind of thing. But their floor is Jordan Love shits the bed in his first year of his real starting career with no receivers on the team with more than, like, two years of experience, including the tight end. And I believe in Jordan Love. I think Christian Watson's fantastic. I love the Jaden Reed pick for them. Even Luke Musgrave, love him too. Aaron Jones, I think, has long been one of the more underrated backs in the NFL. But there's just so much variance because there's so much unknown. So I think this is the perfect time to pick them. I love that pick. They were who I was hoping to get with my next one. It's really funny that uh, that after Rodgers leave, they send all this capital on pass catchers. Um, I know it's poetic, really. <laughs> so the Packers actually weren't the sec. So we've gone three deep on here, and I'm actually going to go with another and the NFC North. So I'm going to go with the last NFC North no one's picked, but I actually had them above the Packers and above the Lions. I'm going wow. the Bears. I love the value I'm getting here. Another I, I, pick, do too. I love, I think Justin Fields. I think same way that Trevor Lawrence you threw out his rookie year. I think you threw it. You have to throw out Justin Fields rookie year, and Justin Fields at a minimum, a guy with his legs is gonna keep teams in games. He's gonna be a threat. He's gonna help the offense, and that's at the minimum. If he comes through, if he develops the passer at all, it's true. With DJ Moore, with an improved offensive line that they have there, with a defensive head coach who defensive minded head coach who I think who's. I can coach that team up to to have a top 15 defense. I like the Bears. I got money on them to go to the playoffs this year. So I believe with them in my wallet. And mm-hmm. I guess I, I, they're, they've gone about it the right way. Also, Ryan Poles, Canandaigua native. Always good. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Graduate of Canandaigua. So I'm always going to pull for the local guys, too. It's a little bit of love there. All right. That's even better. I, I, I was between the Bears and Packers. Because I'm very close to both the uh, besides the Bills is the two teams that I know the most just by the nature of being here in Chicago and following them both. It's just I'm everything I echo every single thing you said about Justin Fields. The man had the same pedigree we talked about with Trevor Lawrence earlier. Five star coming out was like surefire. This kid's gonna be one of the best quarterbacks in college football, and then the NFL was the same for that same exact year, and it just it. It didn't materialize that first year because it was a mess in Chicago. Like, clearly it was such Mm -hmm. a mess. And they didn't let him run. Like, last year they were like, oh, wait, you're fast. You should run more often and let him go. And and look what it turned into. It it was an incredible realization. I was very proud of them. But he's always had that. Like, when he he was Mm -hmm. a true freshman at Georgia, 
and Jake Fromm was starting over him. They were bringing in Justin Fields to do running packages before he decided to transfer. Like that was, they're like, well, he's too fast and too athletic. We need him on the field. And then the bears were like, nah, we don't, we don't need any of that. You got to sit back there and throw the ball and, and read <laughs> defenses, whatever Matt Nagy wanted him to do. I don't know. It's just, it was crazy to, so to see him just kind of be himself last year, I'm, I'm excited with you, Ryan, to see kind of how that develops in another year with the system. And he has some actual weapons and a line in front of him that hopefully can keep him upright and not running around all the time. Yeah. Big Bears believer. I'm trying to figure out the math and which team is more likely to last another round. And I think I know which, and I don't think I'm going to get both. And so I have two teams I want. One is more of an emotional pick. And the other one is the actual one on my board right now. And it's really, really tough. <laughs> and it's it's so hard. But um, I think just like how when I played Risk, I would always fortify myself in Australia. I'm going to fortify myself in New Jersey, and I'm going to take the New York Giants. Um, <laughs> I think Brian Dable is just – he is – what he did with Daniel Jones last year, and the reaction tells me I made the right choice, so that that's good. But yeah. what he did with them last year, it was just nothing short of spectacular. I'm worried about the fact that they have like seven slot receivers, um, but Brian Dable is creative enough to, you know, be a top top half of the league offense with whoever he has out there. If Saquon stays healthy, if Darren Waller stays healthy, like those are the two most important people on that team. And I love Jalen Hyatt. I absolutely love that guy so much. Um, I've gotten back into sports card collecting now that I work at David Adams, and I did get a Jalen Hyatt auto out of Panini Select 225. Ooh. And so, um, you know, I just I'm I'm big on the guy, and I think that he. I don't know if he'll make a huge impact this year, but picking the Lions right now is. Uh, is is me just you know staking my flag on that guy and I don't know if I believe in Danny Dimes but I believe in Dable so we're at that point in the draft anyways so exactly we're yeah. taking if I don't get the, that's great value that's great that's great value, that's great value. value. They're the playoff team they were the playoff team last year yeah. and you got them down here almost twenty picks in over twenty picks yeah. in twenty two picks mm -hmm. in yeah I was kind of yeah. shocked to see him still out there but I just know if you either of you snipe me on my next one I might actually cry so. If, if Saquon was playing, I would have picked him fifth round, probably. That mm. the Saquon thing messed me up. I'm taking the Washington former maybe. God commanders. damn it. <laughs> Ron Rivera puts together a competitive squad every year. I'm high on Sam Howell. Think that think he has not going to be great, but I think he can be decent this year. And I love Jahan Dotson. I'm, as you know, Wake, we, watch, we both watch Penn State, follow them, love the guy since then. I think he's going to be a super duper star. He's been balling out in the preseason pick. again. So I'm going commanders. All right. I was, we, I, we were going to do the – I was either going to pick the Giants or the commanders. So whatever you took there, it was just falling in there. <sighs> Great yeah. pick. I like – I like. I wanted to pick them, but I didn't I didn't want to. I felt myself falling in love with Sam Howell. I was like, I don't want to fall that in love with a fifth-round quarterback. Because we've scared. seen what – but – you know they have a potential to, to be a fun team. They got they got the emotional boost of no longer being owned by Dan Snyder, and That's you know true. maybe things. And they already have a good defense. So maybe that was they needed, and maybe Eric Bieniemy is the uh, coach they needed to get him over the top here. Now, yeah. I don't love taking this pick, but I feel like it's really good value just because they'll probably fourth in the NFC AFC East. But yeah, I'll do it. But they're going to have a good defense. They're going to be a pain in the butt for everyone to play. New England Patriots, I think, real chance that they could have the best defense or top three defense in the league this year. And even if their offense is meh, they're going to be a pain in the butt to play. They'll be 6-11, and 7-10, uh, and 10, and probably have a mediocre offense, but you're not going to want to play that defense. You're not going to want to play that defense. They're going to yeah. get after the quarterback. They got dynamic defensive backs. So... They'll they'll float around 500 and just be a general pain in the ass to play all year. Yep. That offense will be better this year, though. That's the thing. They won't be a complete mess. Bill O'Brien at no. least has coached the position. They, they will offensive <laughs> has been in that position. There'll be actual plays. <laughs> yes. 
plays checks at the line. Like Mac is going to be, he's just, the world is his oyster now. It's crazy. The reports about like how last year, apparently Patricia showed up and it was like an eighth of what a playbook should be. And they're like, Oh, when's the rest of the install coming? They're like, this is the install. <laughs> like, Oh, like that's when they knew. So good pick. Very good pick. Um, I, I, I don't, I, um, well, <laughs> there's a team that's staring me in the face right now. That's like obviously the best value, but I just don't. I feel like it's I just the smart. It is. I best value meaning just like if you look at the difference in win totals of what there is at Vegas right now. There's one team who's still up at a nine and a half. And mm. I don't know why the hell they're at a nine and a half. I don't get it. I don't agree with it. But the, as soon as you see a line and say, there's no business that, that, that has no business being right. That's when you know you have more stuff to think about. And I'm going to take the oh, I hate Deshaun Watson. I think he's washed. I think that he is a shell of his former self. I think there's no way he returns any fantasy value for anyone who drafts him. I think that Dorian Thompson Robinson is this best team, this team's best shot at actually winning football games this year. Uh, and this pick is hoping that Deshaun tears an ACL, um, gets in an accident on the way to the facility, and ETR has to start a game and they realize he's the best quarterback um, or something that I'm not mentioning. I don't like the pick, but – I like my Jets pick more than this one. I heard a really good football. I, I can't. I think it was Mina, Mina Kimes, and Mike Golick the other day when they were talking. It was Mina Kimes who mentioned it the other day on one of her pods about the Browns and just how like we never really considered whether the fit was good, and that was a lot of their issues last year. Was Watson yeah. just not looking right in the Stefanski offense? Um, and maybe this is something that maybe that this is what they did all summer is that they 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 work together to find a mix of what would work for Stefanski and work for Watson. But it seems like Stefanski's pretty set with his offense and his ways to do things. He was in Minnesota too, you know? That defense, and everybody is very excited about the Browns' defense, but they were pretty terrible last year. And there is a lot of talent, but I would like to see that manifest itself in a way. I do think the offense has some upside still, and that there's still talent on that. I wasn't going to pick the Browns. I thought you were going to pick the Broncos. So that's what I'm picking here. I'm just picking out based on Sean Payton alone. Oh, and they no. still got a solid roster. Hey, we're, that's where we're at. I was, it was either yeah. the Broncos or like some other teams. And I got to, I just got to do. I know. Now this is kind of just picking the, uh, who do we think is least bad? Yeah. Yes. I actually have one more team I really like. And I thought the Browns <laughs> didn't like. So. Is that I hope it's not this team. Is it the Tennessee Titans? Because that's who I'm going to pick. Not even close. Actually, okay. kind of close, but not even close. So I'm going, yeah, Tennessee. Fable, again, that class of coaches that that's going to keep them above a high floor. They got some talent. Hopkins probably elevates them a little bit. Happy with my value there because, you know, they, they, they've hung around the last few years and they'll get to play the Colts twice and the Texans twice. Um. See, I don't agree with that completely because the fact that they play the Houston Texans twice could be trouble. I'm not going to lie. Not gonna lie. Uh, really? Texans would make this. Wow. Draft. I think that what the Texans have done to put CJ Stroud in a position to actually not just drown is actually kind of good. Like if you look at their offense, Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary, not bad, not bad running backs, Dalton Schultz, very, very reliable tight end. Might be C.J. Stroud's best friend this year. Bobby Trees, still got Nico Collins. They have John Mechie. They drafted Tank Dell and Xavier Hutchinson. I I think their weapons are, like, low-key, potentially top half of the league. And I think that the C.J. Stroud is going to be in a great position to succeed. And that's a team that didn't quit last year when they had every right to quit all the time. Like, they were fighting in football games. Were they winning? Hell no. Were they close? Not really. But they believe in the head coach that they have down there. So I'm, I'm going to go with C.J. Stroud and the Texans here. Yeah, I like C.J. Stroud. A lot of good reports on him coming out of camp. Mm-hmm. Definitely a team that has a chance to be uh, feisty. 
Yes. Yeah. They're they're in they're they're literally the 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 poster child of the frisky category this year. Not frisky, feisty, yeah. feisty. Frisky means you can make yeah. the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah, I love that pick. I'm a I'm a big Stroud fan. I'm a big D'Amico Ryan's fan. So I think that's good. good for us. Stand up, yeah, stand we are. Uh, <laughs> and um I'm going with Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers on that end. I'll go with the number one See, pick. I thought they would um, go undrafted. <laughs> I I think this team could win the division because I think Bryce Young is fucking he's gonna be a star. I really love like I love the quarterback class this year. And I that's gonna come back to haunt me because two of these guys are going to be absolutely terrible that I think are good. But Bryce just like, he has met every moment I've seen. They just make plays out of nothing. It's really that Auburn game that always sticks in my head where they couldn't do a damn thing. It's three to three. No one can move the ball. And he goes 99 or whatever it was, 90 yards and, and brings them and wins that game. It's things like that. I'm really high on Bryce. I like him with Frank Reich. Um, I don't like the roster. That's why they're in round nine. This is just purely maybe Bryce Young is generational right away and they win more games than people think they're going to win in a bad division. Fair. So last pick right. I'm between, between known quantity and young quarterback. Since we've all, since we've gone three straight rookie quarterbacks, I'm going to go one more rookie quarterback here. I'm going to go, I am going to go with the Colts. I Shane Steichen had a very similar quarterback in Actually, maybe I shouldn't say similar. I think could run a similar offense as he did in Philadelphia. Uh, keep a high floor just by having a really multiple uh, multiple run game, and maybe not even be frisky, but or but not even be feisty, but just kind of maybe do some fun things. Again, this is round ten, but since we're all picking rookie quarterbacks, I think I like Anthony Richardson, so I'm going to go with Anthony Richardson with my uh, with my last mm-hmm. pick here. No, I love that. I love that. Anthony Richardson, definitely, you know, outside shot at QB1 of the draft. Um, good weapons, decent defense. I, the they're, Steichen they're, point's great because, like, he, like that, that hurts offense and whatever designed runs, they come up yep. for Richardson and everything. He didn't run a lot at Florida. So um, he's a big athletic guy, but they didn't design things for him at least very much. So I'm excited to see that kind of get used more. Um mm-hmm. What do we think Jonathan Taylor is going to be? What is, what is he going to get traded for a first round pick? Like, is that even realistic? I feel like that's not. That's the only thing with the Colts. Like, I'm just like, what are the, they just seem like a, uh, you know, Jim Irsay's just, he's feeling himself. They got Dan Snyder out of there, and Jim's like, I got to, someone's got to be crazy here. And he's just, <laughs> he's upped it a little bit, I feel poor, like. Poor Chris Ballard having to cover up all his, uh, all his mess. I always feel bad for Chris Ballard. Yeah. He's getting a nice paycheck, though. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, Jim, Jim's, Jim's, Jim's keeping him. He's, he's keeping him right. Yeah, All right, what do we got here? Last two. Um, man, I, I am this next pick. I'm just making because it's gonna be so fun. So our good friend Steve Richardson, some guy Steve, happy hour hoops coworker of mine, great guy, uh, a fan of a certain team that he hopes goes winless this year. And I am picking them because I want to go up against them this entire year over it. And that's going to be the LA Rams. I mean, oh people for their, their receiving core is like absolute hot trash, but Cooper cup is also possibly, you know, you can argue he's the best receiver in football when he's healthy. He could get another triple crown behind him. I don't know who the hell else they got, but like, that's all you need is Cooper cup to get 200 yards and two touchdowns. And then they can win a game. And also having, you know, the best defensive player on, in football on the other side of the ball doesn't hurt. But uh, it was them, the Raiders, the Bucks, or the Cards, and um, there wasn't a good choice. <laughs> yeah. I'm going so with the are- Bucks. So we can finish that out. Give me Bake. Let's see. Is it confirmed that it's – is it, conf- is it confirmed that it's Baker? Did they say he won the job? Yeah. He's the starter, baby. Let's go. Bucks winning this division. This was all just a ruse to get you guys to sleep. Right, just value immense, <laughs> immense, immense, immense value. You're playing a long game. I like it. Yeah. No, I just so, posted Baker on Twitter. So, so we left. So no Raiders, no Cardinals. Those are the only two teams we left off. Right. Damn, we yeah. hate the desert. We are just not desert people. We're just like not see you Nevada, see you Arizona. They don't need you. 
<laughs> That's fair, I think. I, at least the Cardinals for sure. I don't know if the Raiders are going to be that bad, but I'm not really excited about the Raiders. No Josh yeah. Jacobs. Like I, I don't uh, know what the odds are, but I'm sure if you look at the odds for the number one overall pick, those two would probably be the those two would probably be the two teams in the running for the if you looked at yeah. odds for the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. The Cardinals yeah. definitely after today. They're just they're yeah. getting rid of yeah. the whole team. On my so. on my little uh power rankings here, I did have the win totals. That's why I kept referencing them. And the Cardinals were down at four and a half, lowest total in the league. No one else was below six and a half, and the Raiders were at six and a half. So Insane. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us, guys. Who would have thought? That's a All right. that's a great draft All right. right there. I think I we're going to be even very right draft. across the board. Yeah, I think All so. All right. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for joining us here on our NFL Win Tools Draft and Pay the Bills. Uh, we'll hope to be in touch later this year as the Bills march towards a playoff, Super Bowl, whatever you want to guess. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll let you all decide that. But we paid the Bills. We'll see you all next Thursday. Have a good one.